previously on Rain Man. See if they ever knock again. I need to get out of Tempe. I mean, it's run by a useless local government that just spends money on stupid things. Uh, the yellow bikes that were all over the place. Remember I bitched oh, about that? yeah, yeah, yeah. No one wanted to use them, but the homeless. They're the only ones that used them. Because they were free. And then the homeless would drop them off any and everywhere. In, in your carport, uh, at the local grocery store. I mean, the bike idea didn't work because people are lazy. Yeah. So no one wanted to actually pedal. So the Tempe government trashed the bikes and purchased thousands of battery-operated scooters. Oh, that's better. Scooters instead. So that's why South Park made fun of that? And now I see losers zooming all over the place. Do you try to hit them with your At least with the yellow bikes, it just made my neighborhood look like shit. And not just my neighborhood, all of Tempe, all of Scottsdale, because that's where they were at. Right. Now we have scooters zooming in and out of traffic on the streets. They're actually, because they're easier and more mobile, they're they're actually in people's homes. I saw five scooters in front of my neighbor's home just parked. There's actually a reason for that. So there are the two major companies that do scooter share here in. Uh, so are you Tempe, riding Arizona? scooters and bikes? Because no. it, he it works sounds, for the local sounds, government, and that's like why you have the scooters. Actually, Michael, I, scooters help me get back and forth from work, and it's very, uh, it's a very uh, useful in this in this town where we don't have lots of access to vehicles for the lower income individuals. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get paid. Depending so on all these high school students that I see weaving in no, and out of traffic now are scooters on scooters are being paid. So they're actually being paid to be fucking assholes now. No, no. They're being paid to be assholes that leave scooters in front of my home. That's even fucking worse. <laughs> Not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you see them in somebody's home, yes, they might be stealing it. Second, <laughs> second, they could be being paid over $20 so, to charge a scooter. And the uh, Greater Phoenix area voted to bring in ride shares. Yes, please. Bikes and scooters. I want to know now, who. I want to know who did that. I actually don't know. Because at the know. next election, I am voting them out. It is. Did they put this up as a proposition? Did they Whoa. say, hey, Proposition 177, bring in more scooters for lazy, fat assholes? If they, if they put that in Proposition 177 <laughs> in next year's election, I'm going to vote no on Proposition 177. No to losers and no to scooters. Councilman Randy Keating yeah, she's uh, was done. one of the members. Let's put a hit on her. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just going to run her over with a fucking scooter. There you go. It may take a couple strides. I'm going to take 25 scooters, and I'm just going to park them outside of her residence. I'm like, this is what you did. If they're birds, This is what you did. If they're just bird like scooters. with kids and dogs. Not kids, but dogs. You're supposed to rub their nose in their own <laughs> shit. Can I hear an amen? Let's go get them. Let's go get them. Line them up. And now, from the Cave of Wonders, live in the presence of God, welcome to the Rain Man Show. Welcome to the Rain Man Show. Hello, Thomas. Hello. All right. So we're here today. I know our schedule's a bit 
erratic the last two months, hasn't it been? It's It's been a shotgun clusterfuck. Did I say hasn't it been? Is that proper English? I think so. Is it? Hasn't it been? Hasn't is a word. I yes. know that, but hasn't it been? It's not. Has it not been? It doesn't sound know. right to me. I'm completely out of sorts it's, today. So, Thomas, I'm warning you personally. Uh, okay, because I'm the grammar Nazi on the show. I'm just, I'm just in good. I'm just being fair here. This is going to be a weird show. Okay. I'm in an odd mood. It's been very crazy today. Very crazy the last couple of weeks. Very crazy the last eight weeks. You've got the crazy eyes, as you said. Can you're in a you weird tell? Mood. Can you that tell? That makes me uncomfortable right now. I just took about two. You don't. You're not supposed to shot wine. You're not supposed to shoot it. It's not a shooting type of alcohol. You just chugged some. I, I I guess would that be the proper way of saying it as well? Chugging wine because you can't shoot wine. You can't. You don't take shots of wine. No. But I did. <laughs> Remember, I closed the curtain to the studio and I walked out for Is a that moment. What you were doing? That's where I went. I thought you beaten off real quick. No. Well, I almost did. Maggie <laughs> was right there, and I was like, "Well, there's no time for sex. What about jerking?" <laughs> See what she can do for you. Well, that's her reward for bringing me a bottle of wine right before the show. I'm like, you get to watch me jerk it. <laughs> I mean, that isn't a good thing. That's not a that's good. That's a re- healthy relationship. Yeah. Well, she's into it, I guess. Occasionally. I is, mean, is, I think so. well, some some women are into that, right? Some are. Does Randy like watching you jerk it? It depends on her mood. Not usually. Really? <laughs> See, almost every girl I've been with is like, they have this fantasy where like, I have this fantasy of watching a man jerk it, but not them knowing. I don't want them to know. I want to just they be do the like a fly on the wall. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, well, maybe someday I can tell you my jerk it schedule and you, <laughs> you can, can hang out in the closet. <laughs> you just, wait till about 630. Yeah, because I'm not a good actor, so I can't pretend I'll be like those guys in pornos. Oh, hey, I'm all by myself right now. Nobody's in the closet. See, the thing is, though, you do it in the dark with the lights off in the studio or something like that in the back yeah. room while you're editing. So no one would see yeah. anything. I mean, she acted surprised that one time when she walked in on me in the studio at night when I was trying to get work <laughs> done and I would needed some release from stress. No, you were and trying I to get work porn done. on four of my big screens here four that's what i do I don't remember you saying four it was three i'm exaggerating a why bit. do you need three why not you have because <laughs> well some, he can yeah, exactly if you have All the, right, the fair, VAF, strong argument if you have the room for it then why not forget <laughs> vr porn multiple I'm, screens i'm more concerned about the louis ck moment we have going over here all my girls like to watch me jerk off <laughs> no not <laughs> not girls that like our hosts that work for this, this network is black I, let, let me go into stress <laughs> shit i was like you better uh is that how i got the, got the gig let me go ahead and stress that okay <laughs> none of the women on the network i meant girls in my past in your dating life in my dating life in the past mm-hmm. consensual very consensual. I am not Louis A.K. I don't believe. First off, I'm ashamed of my own penis. Let's, I mean, that's. I Which think, is why they'd never see anything if you jerked off <laughs> in front of them. Okay, simmer down there. I just covered up with my hand. Yeah. He's ashamed. So, AV's here today as well. Since you're here, we're just going to dive right in, AV. She's watching from the background. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't help but giggle. You know, that kind of gave it away. Um, AV, are, is that something that you're into? Uh, not watching me, but just watching your husband. Um, I do like it. Um, yeah, okay. I don't, I don't want to spy on him, but I, I do like right. to watch. Yeah. 
See that? That's, See that's just awkward. She, so for she's me. got a camera. Set no, up man, I, I, I like to perform. That's why I do shows. I like to perform. So when my exes told me that, I'm like, oh, you like that? Then I'm, I feel more. I feel more like free. I just feel like they'd be examining me. Oh, they are. <laughs> you're like, just, you, you just got you got to tuck you got to like see, you, you got to suck in the stomach make sure your abs are showing don't you a bit. eyeball my dick mike went for it like he's a performer or he's got a webcam oh yeah i'm like, like freddie mercury dude. Like i'm grabbing fucking, that mic like you feel like you're like in the zoo being studied <laughs> or observed yeah. they got a clipboard and shit like mm, he grabs the balls first interesting taking notes <laughs> if if one of those past ladies ever pulled out a clipboard was taking notes what if they I, was I like stopped. a scientist fetish and she had the glasses and everything I would have came. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, so see, I'm not, I'm not, the ladies I date aren't bizarre. It's a thing. I don't think there's been one that has not brought that up because I'm very open sexually. Obviously, that's why we talk about these types of things in the show. So there's never room for secrets. So if you have a fantasy, I'm going to know it because I want to hear it. And we talk about it. And I don't think there's one girl that's ever not shared that similar fantasy. In fact, that's number one, even more than threesomes or anything else when it comes to my personal dating to life. To your survey. Yeah. I mean, what's something you commonly stumble upon in, in your travels? Uh, and the, the, the whole three women you've dated. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the the rape fantasy has been <laughs> you're getting raped or she's getting raped. The the girl oh. getting you know in a safe See? environment. I like quote. to bend over and I have a safe word. <laughs> That's a separate conversation. Yeah. Violates me from behind. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I like the prison fantasy. So you know the name of it? No, but that has actually been <laughs> shockingly common. Thomas in my survey. Like, so, uh, have you ever played Drop the Soap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that rape fantasy, Thomas, that's a slippery slope. Well, not so much whether or not... That doesn't hold up in court, buddy. No, but... I, <laughs> she I told know, me to choke her. One. And that, then she the, told me the to grab violence. the hilt of that knife and just sh- jam it into her throat. I swear, she told me. She told me that. <laughs> she it into her throat? Yes. Jesus Christ. No, but I have heard that one rather common. Yeah, that's, it's common. The rape fantasy is is more common than, than some of the... the uh, very sensitive folk think on yeah. on social media yeah it's funny when with what we act is completely deplorable and then when you put anonymity in front of somebody they'll tell you what they really want it's like wow all right then it's a it's a all right release so of control yeah yeah i don't have fantasies like that personally I think Abby's two for two on the ones we're talking about right Well, now. that's why she listens to the show thomas <laughs> i'm a bad person remember we all fit together perfectly. exactly yes that's why she's whispering because her son's in the other room. She's the one. She's like, "Mom, what are you talking about? Rape and f- rape fantasies? Oh, Finkel and Einhorn." All right, so we're smack middle in the holiday season. Uh, we've got some holiday programming planned. Thomas themed programming, much like we did with the Halloween stuff, which went over really well. It's some of our highest downloaded content. Themed programming is where it's at. Now I suddenly understand why every hack radio programmer program director puts together themed programming because it actually works so we need a valentine's day yeah, st gonna, patrick's day all of it martin luther king yes Mar- oh yes. god don't let we're Tony gonna review nothing but black films black on films rain all man? month yes on rain man on every show <laughs> every show we'll even bring a black host in for rain man just for that month <laughs> is it gonna be people. tony and blackface <laughs> oh <laughs> If it, if it was up to Tony and Bobby to produce the show solely, then probably I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that. 
<laughs> putting them together is dangerous because Bobby has some great ideas, but he needs sometimes someone to be like, well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> and, uh, and Tony, it just, come on. Just we, as a loose cannon. We already know. He just. With he's, unlimited gunpowder. Yeah. Like, it's just terrible. Yeah. So I have some holiday programming planned okay. for Christmas. We're going to do some supernatural stuff for our show for Supernatural, obviously Christmas themed. Uh, we're going to do the same thing if Bobby can find it on his schedule, because I already know he does 25,000 shows a month for DC on CW. <laughs> we'll find a way to squeeze that in. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. And I enjoy doing it for Halloween. The Halloween we, ones, I think, were creative. And I think that's the thing is, yeah, don't just do, oh, here's, you know, some bullshit scary article we found from the same aggregate website. Yeah. But we actually did something a little bit different. Yeah. With it. I'm thinking of possibly doing a Rain Man digital thing where it's not just Rain, it's not Rain Man show, Rain Man digital. And it might be, I want it to be the last show of the year rather than Rain Man show. So we do the Rain Man show, the usual send off, right? Okay. But then we do a Rain Man digital holiday special, special where it's all the hosts and a bunch of eggnog <laughs> drinking. And we do a mystery science 3000 type thing with one of the go-to holiday movies we did no this. one's gonna hear anyone talking what about that kurt russell <laughs> we did that with men with no lives oh, yeah i remember that with the oh you were there you, no, you were part of the studio, network but i was though. listening and chatting in the group at okay time. i was part of the network yeah. yeah so i'm thinking of doing that because the fans back in the day the audience for men with no lives loved it and we did uh what's that chevy chase one uh vacation vacation yes the chris and you did um Jingle all no, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, see, that would be fun. And maybe we'll post it. You know, Bob, remind me. Let's post it in the Invasion Force okay. later next week. I'll make like a survey. And we'll say which, which movies. Movie? And if I can get a commitment from everybody in the network, at least six people. If we can get six or seven people, we gotta have Ryan because he's just good at those types of things. Uh obviously Being a drunk. Yeah, obviously Bobby. Steve opened his mouth like he's about to blow a dick when he walked in. Wow. We heard that. So obviously Steve will be in. Hey Steve, your mic's on, I think. <laughs> Going to say something? Oh, uh, MST3K, yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Okay. Especially, it's something a little different, and it kind of takes the pressure off of me rather than doing three shows in a row like last year, which literally killed me because well, of the, the TV season's killing us this year. Yeah, more than anything else. Yeah, and, and I and I don't know on top of that if I can also take three shows in a row of Rain Man shows, especially after I mean last year was fun and it was amazing. It was but really good, yeah. I'm figuring two shows in a row, then possibly a close out with, a close out with everybody. I could, I like you like that? that? Yeah. What about you, Avi? You're an avid listener. Do you think that sounds fun? It sounds amazing. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. But we have to find the right movie. Maybe even like a Die Hard. I know everyone loves Die Hard as that Christmas movie. Right. So it definitely has to be something nostalgic, something that everybody has, has watched. Seen. Yeah. 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 So, okay. yeah. So we'll have some information released probably December. When's the first day of December? Saturday. Uh, Saturday. That, oh, then the the Monday, the, which is the third, right? Yes. All right. Well, I'll get the researching. <laughs> I mean, and the reason why I'm doing this is because I enjoy the holiday season, even though I'm a, I'm a evil person. Yeah, I hate holidays. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't like holidays when it infringes on me. Like I don't want your dirty like decorations looking terrible <laughs> like i've always said those things but i yeah. do like the holiday spirit i actually do and i don't celebrate holidays i just never have done it mm -hmm. but i do enjoy the time of year it's cooler we finally have been allowed to come up from the bowels of hell and enjoy some cooler weather here right. in arizona right um i mean i and I, I think i'm one of the few people that actually like holiday music as well like i dig christmas music 
Maggie asked me last year, she's all, are you literally, are you actually listening to Christmas music right now? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I don't even do that. And I've celebrated, celebrated Christmas my entire life. I'm like, well, I enjoy it. It's good. Don't you think it's catchy? Thomas, are you a Christmas music type of guy? I, I enjoy a certain amount of Christmas music. And then there's other certain songs that I can't fucking stand. But like what? what? What's one you don't like? Uh, the Two Front Teeth. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Oh, well, I that, fucking that, hate that song. That's kind of silly. This one I like. But this is good. I don't know what, because I get a picture of like a hot blonde in like a short little Santa Claus dress <laughs> just dancing. Santa. <laughs> Santa I didn't Claus say anything about up. jerk it off. I just said. Come on. See, Steve, Steve's a perv like me. Dean Martin Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. The rape song. Oh, what? What? It's not a Wait, rape hold song. On. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, it's Christ. a rape song. Baby, it's cold okay. outside. Yes. She's playing into it as well. It's a flirty oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she wants it is what you're saying. She might as oh my god. <laughs> That's your excuse. And he wasn't sure. even here for the previous conversation. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what oh okay, I, baby, do, it's cold outside. Yes. That something sexy about that song oh, though, yeah. right? It's all intended to be, but now okay. they've turned it into oh, he's gonna fucking Bill Cosbier and now he, she he can't did. leave the house. He did. That is not what Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a movie, right? It's from a movie. Correct? That song? Or no? I honestly or is it a music video? Isn't it like a black and white music video, I thought? No, I don't think no? there's ever a video for it. Oh, I don't well, remember. It's just off the Dean Martin Christmas album, oh, which well, is a great album. I, I could have swore I saw like some... some I know. I, I remember maybe a movie like did too. it. Again, I'm not a Christmas homo. I don't know everything about Christmas. Christmas homo. I just enjoy the music. <laughs> I do enjoy. I put it on my playlist. I put it on Pandora. I listen to it while I'm at the gym. Uh, there's some that I really like, like Dean Martin's or Bing Crosby. Some of that older stuff yeah. is really good. It's some of the more gimmicky, annoying ones, I guess, that, that they stick in your head, and I, I hate that yeah. shit. But I do like the season. See, I don't mind get, it getting like stuck in my head. Like, which ones? What are some of your go-tos? I like Jingle Bell Rock. from Because uh, it was in Mean Girls, and I they love, were dancing naked. I, exactly, naked. Exactly. Don't fucking lie. See, I know exactly. You were jerking off. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> like, Bob's all silent over there, but he immediately Mr. knows what I'm talking about. going to know every movie, yeah. every song, to every nude scene, every sex scene, every sexy scene. So, so he called you out in a half second. Well, that's a good movie, too, actually. Irrelevant. It's actually pretty well written. It's actually a good movie. You're still jerking off during Jingle Bell Rock. Well, that's when, uh, what's that, the star's name, the redhead? Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. I mean, that's when Lindsay Lohan was just oh, so yeah. hot. She was normal. She wasn't all crazy Coke yet, out. even though I do like the crazy Lohan days as well. well there's, there's a limit. She's got freckly yeah. tits. That's hot. Thank you, I like freckles. <laughs> she she looks wretched now, man. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. I know. But it's, then it's a shame. I'd smoke, smoke show. Oh, what? nobody said we wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't. What? What? Still? Oh, no. God knows what's up inside that. It's not. A, okay. God, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other cultural music that. That has cool holiday music or is it only the christian holiday of christmas that has that catchy music because here's a here's the happy hanukkah song and i don't i don't vibe with it i mean i like hanukkah this is a very popular song i thought you were gonna play adam sandler no. I don't get it because first off, this sounds like Sean Paul. Yeah. I'm like, is this reggae or Happy Hanukkah? Is this Manas Yahoo? Yeah, this, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, was. this is a, this is a, yeah, it is. It is. This is a popular song. Okay. Yeah, I know more. Than that. You do. I mean, 
it doesn't have the soul, I guess. Not it's even a little bit. Like the Christmas music has that. But not even like the Run DMC Christmas and Hollis. Yeah. Now, yeah. if their holiday music was more like this, I would get behind it. 100%. I mean, this this is good stuff. This is what it came to my mind when you said that. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is what I, I want that more traditional stuff. And I couldn't find any of that. But what about Dreidel Dreidel? What's Dreidel? <laughs> see, this is good. I can see a little Jewish chick just dancing. It's always comes down chick, to like, well, that's, dancing for you. oh, yeah. <laughs> mean girls in Israel. <laughs> Israeli mean girls. <laughs> it's a unibrows oh, everywhere. Now, th- and this is a Muslim holiday song, and none of it has the cool vibe of American Christmas music. It just doesn't. I'm not being I'm not being culturally insensitive here. I'm just I'm just reciting not reciting. I'm just telling the facts here. Allahu Akbar. Takbir. Allahu Akbar. These are the days of Eid. Make takbir Steve, whenever put you your suicide vest away, please. This isn't the time or place. <laughs> These are the days of Eid. What, what, what holiday is this for? The days of Eid? I mean, I kind of like this because it's cultural. I mean, especially right here. You suddenly start seeing, you suddenly start getting the visuals of the Muslim chicks, like moving their hips. Again, right. Sorry. I need them to be dancing around the fire. For you to visualize it. Do Muslims dance around a fire? I don't know if they're even allowed to dance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the hips are hidden, so you have to use your imagination, which is. They can't play music in public. Oh, well, you just destroyed it all for me. Yeah, his, his fantasy. What's he going to jerk Don't off? Don't you remember? Now, I like burkas. Come on. <laughs> I see. Maybe it's the commercialism because oh, with Christmas, yeah. you have to sell things. There was always movies. And if you're getting people to constantly buy stuff, there's advertising and jingles that go with that. You were singing it in class. Mm. There's the and Target I, and, commercial. And, yeah. Well, now, things wasn't like that, that the reason why, what is it, Miracle on 34th Street? Wasn't that supposed to be like a hour and a half long commercial for... One of the department stores. Yeah, really? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I heard that too. Yeah, and maybe it's because you know, behind white people holidays, there's always something sinister. So we were trying to get people to buy stuff. <laughs> That's and so the true, though. It really. And you know what? From. I think as an American culture, we should just own it and just deal with it. Well, there's one song that's about a lady having an affair with Santa. Like. We're not all that Christian when it comes to our. our Listen, there's Santa nothing Claus. Christian about Christmas. When you really think about it, I mean, who the fuck is Santa Claus? How did he get thrown into the mix? He's committing a B and E. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he's banging your mom. He's eating your food, and then he leaves. He's the weird uncle who sleeps on the couch for a month. Now this is uh, Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Kids singing, I just can't. Stand. No, because I can't. I don't see any women with this. <laughs> it would be uncomfortable and inappropriate. Because they have children, and don't even suggest it. <laughs> But I do like it, but it still doesn't have the American cultural feel. The the feel good. Like this feels like a like a an after school special. Yeah, yeah. It does. Sesame Street. Yeah. This like brainwashing is what this sounds like. Yeah, he said after school special. (laughs) (laughs) Now this is uh, Kwanzaa obviously is dealing with the celebration of African descendants. Oh I think you're gonna say made up. No. But now th- this is a much better one. I mean, let's be honest. If we played that, that'd get more hits, I think. Yeah. That, I mean, has, that has to have more hits on YouTube. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to be racist here or prejudiced or insensitive. Song. I'm just saying this is this is a way better Kwanzaa song. Can we just make the circle of life, the Lion King theme, 
the official African cultural song, something made by American I believe people, in the Disney life. that actually coined and, and made money well, off again, of the African peoples. The commercialism is what made Christmas so big. So if we did that... So is commercialism behind all successful music? Yes. <laughs> because, yes. I mean, I can get behind this song. Jazz yep. turned into to rock. That's true. And Elvis made it the most successful music of the time. White people commercializing something else. <laughs> Why do white people got to steal everything? I'm talking to you three. Because we're good I'm at Mexican. stealing Let me things. reiterate this. I'm Mexican. I'm going to claim it right now. Like, why do you have to steal everything, Thomas? Because our food was potatoes right, and it? rocks, and, and that was all we had. We didn't have anything else, so we just took from everybody else. We were really good at that. <laughs> I mean, ja- jazz, rock. Jazz made rock, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all blues. Made, yeah, stole that. All of it. Bluegrass. Oh, bluegrass, Bob yeah. Bob Dylan wins Eminem a Nobel Prize. Rap. What about classical music? White people. You can't move to that. I do. I, yeah, we started I, yeah. that. Is that what we black have? Black people are like, what's this shit? <laughs> you, can't, you can't dance with this shit. Turn that shit off. Got a bunch of people that can't see and hear making fucking classical music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Bob. Exactly. If you don't need to hear the music you're making, he then, knew it, was then it doesn't sell well. got rhythm and it don't got soul. Because he knew it was going <laughs> to sell well, though. Mathematically, he found the commercialism. Bam. Yeah, math. Math. But you know what? This might be my favorite. The one that Steve brought up. This might be one of my absolute favorite Christmas songs. Yes. This goes into the rape fantasy. Jesus Christ. No. He's got a girl dancing with this fantasy, right? His voice makes me want to take my panties off. Oh, wow. Look at Steve coming out wrong. This is the the, the season of coming out of the closet for Rayman Digital. I'm, I'm beginning to think me and Bob. No, not, Bob's already admitted he would bone Momoa. Dave, that's different. Ryan's. That's totally Look, different. Any, anybody Have who says him? they wouldn't is lying. That's a man. That's totally different. Listen, I, I got a man. I didn't say I'd go gay for him. I just said I'd fuck him. No. <laughs> I got it's very a, different. I got a man crush on Jason Momoa, but I don't think sex. I'm if just he, like if he had some wine and he played the song during Christmas. Okay, with, with this song. Tell me that man wouldn't make you feel on, protected. Hold on, let me visualize because everything's about sex. Right. When Moa hands you a glass of wine, he plays this. No, I just don't see it. Just hold on. No? <laughs> sell me on it. I, no, I just don't see it. For, for me, no. See, when I have a man crush, it's less about sex and more about I want to be you. It's more obsessive. It's like, I'm going to own you. I'm going to be you. I'm going to take your face. I'm going to take your... In? No. <laughs> I'm going to wear you in a skin suit. There we go, Bob. It's, it's, it's some Buffalo Bill shit. Oh, you got Jason Momoa's tattoos. No, these are Jason Momoa's tattoos. <laughs> it's less about fucking and more like Amy Fisher mixed with a little bit of Ed Gein. You know, it's just like... That's horrifying. That's what that is. That's the stuff of nightmares. Oh, man. Yeah, so... I'm really fucking tired. So today I'm hoping we can get through tonight's planned shows without me just killing over because we have a long one today. We're going to try to knock out about three hours of content. I don't know if we can do this. I don't even know if Bob can stay here that long. He might just pass out. You have weed over there, right, Bob? No. no. <laughs> it's not. Come on. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. You got date, first name, link to his accounts on everything, and you're asking him shit like that? No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just really tired because j- just forget the schedule for a moment, the Rayman Digital schedule. But I went over to visit my mom uh, for Thanksgiving, and that's never like it's a good time because I'm a family guy. I love spending time with the family. I'll never, 
I'll never say I don't enjoy being with the family, but but, but, but a lot is expected of me when I go there. Showing up. No, not the showing up. What did you have to fix? It's yeah, the, that's yes, what I was gonna ask. It, it's, <laughs> it's the IT guy. I spent my first holiday, my first day of the holiday, and I'm not exaggerating. And I know I exaggerate a lot. That's the entire show here. Okay, I'm not exaggerating. I spent eight hours. Jesus. The first day, fixing my grandmother's computer. Her button worked, but she couldn't make it work because it was sticky. <laughs> it, and not listen. Gross. It was sticking. Let me let me rephrase that. Let me change the wording. It was. <laughs> was she listening to Dean Martin? Yeah. Oh, the Christmas music came early. <laughs> so not the, the only thing that came. Uh, hence the sticky button. All right, continue in your your eight hour work day of unsticking your grandma's button. <laughs> Uh, you, don't, you have to be careful with everything you say on this on this show. You, you really do. I don't want to think those thoughts. Really, with, with the, we can talk about Jason Momoa again if that makes you more I, honestly. If I had to choose between my grandmother and Momoa, I would go for Momoa. I would hope so. <laughs> One incest, so that's a bit of a, a hurdle to get over. Okay, so so you were fixing her computer. Yes, at her button, the button. <laughs> oh God, damn it. I swear to God, but twelve year olds. Yeah. Okay, the button on the computer there you go. There was you go. sticking, right? And I could turn it on, but you had to very, be very precise. <laughs> you had to be very precise with your fingers. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just gonna skip past that whole part. So you fixed your computer. And I what fixed else the computer, and I had to take apart the entire computer from the inside out, and I had to. Buy, I ordered a part, knowing that I had to fix this on the way up. I didn't know it was going to take a long time, mm-hmm. but when you're taking apart a laptop, it's very different oh. than taking apart an actual desktop. Desktops are easy. It's it a lot of space. Yes. With the laptop, not a lot of room. So I ended up spending about five hours on that. Then my mom wanted to hit up the black Friday sales. Right. So she said, will you come with me and help me find some stuff? I want to get some smart uh, products for the house. You know, Oh, like cameras and Amazon, like, uh, like Alexa stuff oh, okay, and okay, uh, okay. Google homes. And she wanted me to coach her through which ones are the best. So I went over there and I, and I, and I told her to buy these and we got her set up on the Google homes and I put five of them throughout her entire house. Cause she wanted one in every single room Jesus. and she ordered three more cause they were out. So she wants one in every single room. I'm like, okay. So I set them all up for her. So then I had to teach her how to use them on the app. By the time it was done, it was dark. It was about seven o'clock at night and I was tired. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to play with my son. I wanted to, I was planning on going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. I, I went to bed because I was so tired. Then a full day. Yeah. It was a work day. It was, I don't yeah. do nine to five. And that was a nine to five. The benefit of working at home is that I can do whatever I want. I can work for an hour, jerk it, work another hour, jerk it again, go take a shower, go to the gym, work for four or five hours. And jerk it. That was an actual nine to five in a cubicle with a boss bringing down my shoulder, my, my neck. And I'm not used to that. You done with that yet? You got another project for it, her. That's what she said. She's like, your grandma's going to be here soon. You almost done with that computer. I told her it was going to be fixed by the time you, uh, uh, you had taste by the time corporate. she got here. Yeah. And I'm not used to that. I haven't worked in a corporate environment in 15 years. I'm like, mom, please. I'm almost done here. And then I, I put my head down on the pillow. Uh, oh, Jesus. And uh, during the Patreon show, I already went into this in detail a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. 
this is being at my mom's house. I'm sleeping, and these dogs bark at everything. Everything. A leaf can drop in the front yard, and their ears catch it, and they bark. So I can't sleep, and I'm not exaggerating. They bark at everything. I feel like Bilbo Baggins when he's creeping up on smog, you know, in the little golden pile in, yeah, in The yeah, Hobbit, yeah. and that every little move, you got to be very careful, otherwise you're going to wake the, the sleeping dragon. That's how I feel when I'm walking around the house. Because so, even when I get up, I go to the bathroom, I get some water, and I want to go back to bed. So I'm, I'm tiptoeing throughout the entire house because I don't want the dogs to start barking. Yeah. Because once they start, they don't fucking stop, Thomas. They don't <laughs> stop, Thomas. They don't. Fuck that, man. You know your solution to this, Mike? What? Melatonin. Get melatonin gummies and feed it to the dogs. Uh, you know what? That's my... That's that better than works. That's better than the plan I had that I was thinking at three in the morning because <laughs> I, I never Something wanted... you only had to feed them once? Yeah, I, I, and I never wanted to kill dogs before, <laughs> but, I, but I might consider this once. I think God will forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> On Thanksgiving, you killed your mom's dogs. I mean, and I love and animals. you're like, yeah, God, I get a pass though, right? I was trying to sleep. <laughs> and I love animals too. If I were wealthy, I'd be that lunatic liberal that tries to save every dog I see, and I'd create multiple shelters as well. You know, to, to house to house all, all of them. them right? I, that, I I truly do love animals, but the hatred for life I feel when those <laughs> dogs start to bark. Because you need that sleep. Yeah, and it's and I'm not exaggerating. Everything, every mo- motion in the house, they're like the best motion detector ever. I mean, ADT has nothing on them. <laughs> they detect every motion. Well, you made it through another year without killing them, at right? At least, right? Did I say that? Next oh, year will be carne asada. <laughs> now I know why Mexicans kill dogs and eat them, put them in their tacos. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly don't think the world would miss these types of dogs. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, if we just suddenly decided to quit breeding them, these types, let's just snuff them out quietly. What, what, Nobody what would miss. No one. Chihuahuas. Oh, like nobody was would really miss them. Taco Bell might because they'd lose their <laughs> <laughs> uh, their primary source of ground beef. Yeah, so stupid. No, what's that? The the mascot. They would lose Yo their Carol. mascot. But I don't think anybody would miss them if we quietly do it overnight. Overnight, yeah, <laughs> overnight. What? Hey, I'm with Michael. It's like genocide, isn't time. it? <laughs> We lure, we lure them all into a bath. We'll get them on a train, right? We'll send them. <laughs> we remove the gold. Okay, come on, Thomas. I'm not suggesting a dog genocide or anything like that. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Well, okay, just a slow extinction. Okay, just a slow. <laughs> How is that better? You know, well, the dodo bird went out in the 1800s. Just think sometimes. People shot well, it in Mike, mass. Mike's circumcising their not Circumcising? <laughs> That's worse. He's neutering these dogs at birth. My God, I'm circumcising them at birth. Is that where you were going with that? Whatever. Hey, if it makes a bark, not bark, I'll do it. Fucked up holiday plans. I don't know. Again, maybe, I, I get the sleep deprivation makes you want to do crazy shit, though. Maybe a slow extinction. That'd be less. That would be more humane. Like, just quit breeding them. I'm not talking about even. Oh, let's oh, not even okay. kill them. Let's just not breed those yapping fucking type of dogs anymore. I could stand by that. Then there'll be Jurassic Park for chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. I mean, what about genetics? I mean, eugenics. Like, let's, what if we just start breeding them differently to where they have no voice that box? Actually, Vo- do they have some vocal form of, cords? do they have vocal cords? Is that yeah, actually yeah. what makes them bark yeah. though? You yeah. know, there's a surgery so that you can debark a dog. 
Yeah. Listen, I, I, it, I it just I, sounds like a queef. I think. <laughs> wow. I think killing them would be more humane than cutting maiming. their. Yeah. yeah, than maiming them. Or just a slow extinction. Just, hey, you no longer exist. Well, just, and just then in a hundred years, breed. Thomas, around the fire, people talk about chihuahuas. Remember when chihuahuas was a thing? I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I had a seven-foot chihuahua. I once. remember that. Apparently, I'm 170 years old. <laughs> yeah, but they talk yeah. about how shitty of a dog they are. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. get that logic, though, a little bit more of just don't breed them or have them. Yeah. Reduce their numbers naturally rather than there's a movement to not breed bulldogs anymore. Uh, American bulldogs or is it English bulldogs? The English bulldogs, yeah, because they're very unhealthy as it oh, is because oh, they've oh, been yeah, so yeah. there's been so, so inbred, yeah. So, if there's a movement to do that because it's it's health reasons, what about my health reasons? <laughs> I want to sleep, <laughs> god damn it. Just call me the gobels of canines. I, I will. Oh my I, god. <laughs> As, for those of you who aren't aware of that, Google Goebbels and World War II. <laughs> Should it be enough to figure that out? Yeah. So what was I talking about before the dog thing? Janice? Oh, before. <laughs> tired, tired. I, I, yeah, I'm Your tired. Your IT Technical Institute training. <laughs> <laughs> it's been hard. And if, if it's not the dogs, I, I wake up with a raging boner nowadays. <laughs> In the, in the middle of the night. So if it's not dogs, it's the raging boner. And it's right. like I'm having a second puberty. Night after night, boner dreams. I don't know what's happening to me. I quit watching porn at night. Are you pregnant? That's what happened to you. She, am I pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> this is a new occurrence? This hasn't been ongoing? No, no. I mean, it was really bad about a year ago, I think, when I was talking about it on the show, because I would watch porn at night right before I go to bed, and I would stay up about three or four in the morning mm-hmm. doing work. So then I would, like, before I go, Maggie's in bed, she's asleep for the last eight hours. I'm not going to go wake her up. She's very into her sleep. So... Mm-hmm. I decide to like, you know, give myself take some, care of it. yeah, take care of the, the, the dirty deed. And, and it gave me just these dreams. I'd wake up of, uh, what's that, uh, that lust chick, uh, Kendra lust and, uh, Francesca James and all these porn stars. I did dream of them and I'd, re- I'd wake up with a hard penis and I, and it hurt sometimes because I lay on my, my, my belly when I'm sleeping. So then I just like lifting up and it's trying to like, trying to go somewhere. You're doing a cock push up. On no, because let's be honest, it's not that big to begin with, but it still hurts when something's hard, Thomas. It's still, it's uncomfortable. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. so stop well, watching if porn it's, that late. So, no, I did. And it went away. But then here we go again. I'm a child. I'm 12 years Dude. old. Dude, we're the same age. Yeah. Every night. Every night for me. And I don't I don't jerk off before I go to bed. This is an every night occurrence. I wake up with a Louisville slugger and I'm like, what am I what am I doing here? <laughs> well, somebody suggested a doctor of mine, not my actual doctor, but a friend, suggested that I don't work out as much because they say when you work out, yeah. you your your sex drive goes through the roof. And I work out all the time. Like if I'm not at the gym, I or if I'm not working for the show or spending time with my son and Maggie, I'm at the gym working mm-hmm. out. But I can't do that. You can't just stop. You can't let yourself go because of boners. So I, I'm trying to handle that situation. But if it's Literally. not, but if it's not the boner, if it's not the boner, let's say I get through one night without the boners, so you, you get through a night without the dogs barking. You you tamed the beast. Then it's nightmares. Night. Then I have nightmares. <laughs> then the night terrors. So it's. <laughs> So is boners are night terrors. Your dick, your 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 dick is a ward to keep the so night terrors at bay. Screams. <laughs> so either I wake up with a boner or I'm covered in sweat from a nightmare. You're covered in something one way or another. Maybe it's just, I don't know. 
see the the ghosts and the demons try to get you in in your sleep, but your and erection sword fights keeps them, them at bay. They're like, you know what? We're not going to go to this guy. He's as hard as a rock. We're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's embarrassing too. It's just because I'm I'm 39 years old. It's time for it to go away. Like go away. Like I was watching an episode of The Good Doctor with that one um, that one kid from uh, Bates Motel. I forgot his name. Uh, Freddie Freddie Highmore, I think. Really good show. It's one of the few network shows I watch. It's a kind of a lighthearted show. And it was about a pedophile that never actually touched a kid. But I kind of related to him because he wanted to castrate himself. So he would quit having thoughts. And I'm like, I can relate to that. Like, I just want to have a good night's rest. You want some peace and quiet. Without a boner. Now you say that, Mike. Yeah. You say that. But there will come a time down the road where you'll be begging for a boner and you won't be able to get one. Yep. You'll you'll be like all the wasted boners. I I don't know because my dad is, uh, and I'm saying this on the air, hopefully he doesn't listen. He's 67 years old and he still looks at porn. He doesn't know we we see it on his computer. He doesn't (laughs) know it is. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand because he he pays me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened to the computer. He doesn't know that we um, – he has me fix his computer every now and again because I'm the computer guy, right? right? So he doesn't realize that I can look at everything. Even when he deletes it, I see things pop up, and I'm like, you're 67, Dad. What are you going to stop? <laughs> and then suddenly I realize this is me. You're not going to stop. When I'm 67, like, when does the porn stop? When does the craving stop? I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. From the closet. Yeah. Gross. Well, you know, maybe when you're 75, keep tabs on your dad. Yeah. Dad, when did your boner whenever, go away? Whenever grandma's laptop starts working fine on its own, What's that's that? when your dad has stopped. Who's that bald guy from Game of Thrones? Which one? Varys, the, the one who castrated. The eunuch. Yeah, oh. Varys. Yeah, I'm envious of him. Like, that's, <laughs> I, that. shave my head and call me him. I mean, that's what I want. I just want a good night's rest. Steve, don't <laughs> shake your head. I want to sleep. I, I don't see the problem. Like I sleep fine. I, I just wake up with a tent. <laughs> I, I don't want to camp. Okay, I, I don't want to go camping. I just want to wake up not tired. Is draining you that much? Like to where you don't sleep? Yes, because between sometimes I'll have a reprieve from the boners. I, as I said, Tom, are you not listening to the show? It's just that like you're like haunted <laughs> but by. But then them. that's when the nightmares happen. <laughs> it's like in order to keep away the bad guys, the bad people, you must have a raging dick. Yeah. Raging boner, hard it penis. The, it keeps the horrors at bay. Because they're like, we're not about it's to It's almost like that. Hellboy. You know, like, and you have to keep the demons on the edges of reality mm-hmm. from entering the portal. And in order for them to keep those away, you got to have a hard penis, apparently. <laughs> That's my life. Watch. Well, now watch. I'm going to dream about that. So I'm going to have a boner and a nightmare tonight. And you're going to have to <laughs> stick your dick in some kind of lock to prevent the demons from... Listen, is there a shot you can do to just take away your, your sex drive temporarily for like a night? It's I'll called kick, estrogen. I'll, I'll kick you. I don't want boobs, though, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> You'll kick me. <laughs> a lot of whiskey? That'll work. I, I doubt it. <laughs> because back in the club days, I used to drink hardcore, and it, guess what? I'd go home having sex. So I just, I just, none of it, none of it works. I yeah, blame. It's just your cross to bear. Yeah. My cross to bear. Genetics. <laughs> I like how Steve has the same problem, but he's okay with it. Whatever, man. He's embraced it. He's, he's all, embraced it. I could live on both worlds. I'm the ghostwriter of boners. <laughs> but but I share the same problem. Like if I wake up, it's I can't turn into coal and like you know. Yeah. You just rub it on her ass. Yeah, right. 
Like, I can't do that. (laughs) Like, if I try, then she gets all bitchy because she's asleep. Yeah. And I I can't get up and go, you know, tug one out because then I'll be up. I just go back to sleep. Yes. There's no doing that. If there's no return to sleep at five in the morning, if you decide to do that, you're up for the day. You're up. So speaking of nightmares, I finished watching The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. That is such a great TV series. I need to see that. It is really good. And I don't really, I needed to watch it right away because usually when things are really hyped, I don't want to watch it. You get too excited or you're like, there's no way it's going to be that good. I just don't want to watch it because I get annoyed with people. Stranger Things is a great example. Right. I get annoyed with people talking about it. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm tired of hearing about it and I won't watch it for three or four years. So I decided just strap myself down about three weeks ago and binge watch it and just well-made perfectly written great acting plus you know maggie's competitions in it carla gugiano i mean she's <laughs> she's something 47 years old and she's hotter than most 20 year olds and she's in that show and uh it's just such a great show well acted um and i posted about it on facebook I want to say a couple weeks ago about the show being morbidly depressing because it is very depressing. Have you guys watched it yet? Any I have of, not any of you guys it. watched I, it? I passed it three times in the last couple of days and I was like, should I? It's, it's on really, my list. It's, it's made by the guy and I've talked about this horror film a lot through, on, on various shows in this network and he wrote and directed an indie horror film called Oculus. And it's it's a it's a psychological horror, and it is amazing. Yeah, you've been talking about that for a while now. You would like it, Thomas, because you're a psychological horror mm-hmm. guy. It is fantastically made, and that's what made me watch this show because I didn't realize he's the fucking showrunner of the Haunting Hill show. Had no idea. So when I found out he's actually the showrunner, I jumped on it immediately and decided to watch it before I continued to get annoyed with people posting about it. And he didn't disappoint. He stuck to it's a it's a ghost story of sorts. Yeah, but it's psychological because I've, I've stuck to that. I've read part of the book. I own the book. I haven't finished it. Oh, it's a book. Reason. It's a book. Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't know book. that. Oh, yeah. I did know that. It's that's right. That's right. Sh- uh, Shirley Jackson. Yes, I did yeah. know that. Yeah. It's like the quintessential first original. There's a house. It's got full of ghosts. People are staying there for far too long as like part of a one either the study or or some sort of testing but it's what every other like scary movie two borrowed from and every other movie has borrowed from was this original story i think it's like was there in the 20s originally but i might be wrong on that but because of that and because it it is more of a dread and creep rather than just flat out gore that's what excited me about it so it isn't gory it's um, yeah if it's well there is some pretty some is okay yeah it's it, there's some intense scenes but it's not mostly on no 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 they mostly rely like on just horizon or some shit no well, that was pretty cool too. yeah they, they mostly rely on well-written scares and right. in i would say 90 percent of it is psychological see i like that. there so is I some of those to... classic horror mo- uh, classic ghost horror moments but they make it work does, does she play the lead in it carla gugiano yeah no i wouldn't be able to handle it <laughs> she is it's the only problem You'd i have had more nightmares the, yeah, the only problem I had was that they they made her be married to the E.T. kid. Like, that's her husband, Elliot. And I'm <laughs> Elliot? like, no, Elliot can't bag that chick. There's no, no way. I mean, Elliot was cool in E.T., but he and he's As a decent e. actor. But I mean, come on. Carla Gugiano and E.T. kid. Maybe he's got a big dick. Fantasy. 
Oh, come on. Come on, AV. Well, I didn't know who it was. I had to look her up because I didn't recognize the name. And she was in Sin City and watched She's it. amazing, and right? Her, naked in Sin City. Her body in Sin City. Well, it's just not her body. It's everything about her. She's, she's beautiful. She's, yeah, but, she's one of those women that are just very, very attractive. Yeah. All the way around. Exotic looking. Yeah. Oh, she's Italian. That's why. Bugiano. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of creeps. Uh, you guys are going to have We all get silent as we search it up. Now. I know. Steve actually has the nude pictures up right now. Well, I, I was just, I had to look up Sin well, City. You know, it's, it's research. I'm not going to lie. When uh, we were watching the show, I'm like, I'm going to look up Carla Gugiano from Sin City because she was nude in Sin City. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. He's a keeper. Glorious, That's why you like glorious the show. Breasts. I'd haunt her if I was a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the so, ghost with the constant boner. That'd be the most horrifying ghost. Uh, yeah, so I posted on Facebook about it being morbidly depressing, and some British bloke was like, serious question, mate. What was so depressing about it? And I was like, really, dude? You must be fucking hardcore because there's suicide, depression, child abuse, drug abuse, families falling apart, siblings losing touch, abandonment. I was like, Jesus, dude. That's like, a Tuesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was joking for a second. So I had to reread it. I'm like, dude, you must, you must be pretty fucking hardcore for, for this series not to affect you in some way. How did it not elicit some type of feeling? Maybe you might not relate to suicide or depression, but maybe child abuse for fuck's sake. Something, you know, pulls on the heartstrings. England's you know, got that, you know, stiff upper lip, wouldn't want to cause a fuss about possibly complaining about their horrible existential crisis. So, yeah, maybe he's just a fucking man as well, because I'm also crying during the season finale of the originals on the CW. So m- maybe that's the problem that I'm just a very emotional, <laughs> emotional guy. <laughs> Who knows? So it's the show's over now, right? Well, it's a, it's a Netflix show, Thomas. It's no, never no, no, over. No, no, the originals. Oh, the originals. Yeah. That's, and that brought you to tears. It was. Bob, you watched the originals, right? Yes. It was good, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, it is. There's something about that show. And mm-hmm. I, and people do not. I recommend everyone check it out. Yeah, you've, you've recommended that for a while. Spinoff of the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries was good for about two or three years. If, if you take into account some of the. Some of the uh, teen angst and melodrama, take that, out, that out. of it. And it's a well-written show, period. It's just a well-written show. The spinoff is far better. They got rid of all that teen angst. They still have a little bit of that CW vibe, but the show is so fucking good. It's about family, which is my thing. It's about family. It's about the brother's love and the undying love and the way they ended it. Dude, it just, it was hard to watch. Like, I didn't want to look at Maggie while we're watching because I don't, I don't let Maggie see me cry. So I'm just like, I'm, I think I have tears right now. So I just looked the other way. Yeah, oh, this wall is really interesting. <laughs> I was just like this constantly. I was looking the opposite direction. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. No, I think I left it. And you can't in the talk. Kitchen. When someone tries to get you to talk when you're about to cry, that's the worst because you get yeah. that little thing. You get that choke up. Lip. Yeah. So I was like, I can't talk. So I just started drinking water instead. She's like, you're drinking a lot of water, Mike. I'm like, I'm thirsty. Oh, it splashed up in my eye. <laughs> this but, cup is weird. But I recommend. I think you would like it. Okay. I feel like some of you have to watch Vampire Diaries a bit just to kind of get everything about those characters because they were in the Vampire Diaries, those the the main characters for about three years. They were a major part about it, major part of it of the story. Right. 
But I think if you just jump into the show, I, I would. You'd still enjoy it, but we wouldn't get as much. Yeah, I think so. It. I think so. It's hard for me to say. What, what do you think, Bob? Because you watched both those series, right? Yeah, it was one of those ones to where I would lay there in bed and Deb would watch it. And I'd be like, I'm going to sleep. And then next thing you know, I'm committed <laughs> to like it. 100 episodes. Of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good show, right, yeah. Bob? Yeah, it, it, it definitely because it's a CW thing, you're thinking, oh. You kind of shrug it off. I'm like, eh, this is not yeah. going to be good. And then you're like, oh, what's going to happen next week? Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Plus a lot of good looking peoples in it. So that's always a plus. Instead of like. Yeah, the guy looks way too old to be part of him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a big, it's a big change from Jane the Virgin with an ugly cast, you know. Yeah. Well, it's apt title then, right? Yeah. I just want to know, like, the only show on the CW, right, that's mm-hmm. featuring Mexicans has an ugly cast. Like, why? What, what are they trying to say there? Like, Mexicans are good-looking people, but Jane the Virgin is is ugly. You know, they, they put their good-looking Mexicans on white people shows like on Modern te- Family. No, or on Telemundo. They don't let them go. <laughs> this guy's too good-looking. We need to keep this one around. <laughs> All right, so Google accused of manipulation to track users. Uh, According to seven European consumer groups, filed complaints against Google with national regulators Tuesday, accusing the Internet giant of covertly tracking users' movements in violation of an EU regulation on data protection. The complaint cited a study by the Norwegian Consumer Council that concluded the Internet giant used deceptive design and misleading information which results in users accepting to be constantly tracked. I just want to say you're an idiot if you don't think Google is tracking you. If you're willingly putting eight, I'm talking to my mom right now, eight Google homes in Mm -hmm. in your house, in every single room, and they ask you to connect to your contacts as you're downloading the app that controls them, what do you think they're doing? Do you think they suddenly decide not to know what's going on in your house? Yep. It's ridiculous that people are even filing complaints. People are only now figuring out how it all works. I That's mean, the thing. Even a child knows. If you watch the Lego movie, what do you think that entire movie is about? That's why that movie is so effing good because it has a message. It's talking about Big Brother, eye in the sky, watching your every movement. And we're willingly accepting it. And we're drinking the goddamn Kool-Aid saying, Woohoo, this is good because I can post my thoughts everywhere. We want the convenience. It comes at a cost. Yes. Let's look at more pop culture. What do you think Winter Soldier was about? Exact same fucking thing. This is nothing new. These people are are dumb. These it, people are idiotic for getting angry. I I don't get mad about it because I'm willingly putting Google in my home. But you knew and you were if they into decide it. to, if the if the entire world decides to turn against Mexicans one day and they want to enslave us, then I will throw away Google and my phone and say, guess what? I'm not going to be tracked well, anymore. I'll run away. Know where you are at that point. And guess what? In 10 years, we're going to willingly put tracking chips on our children. And then they're going to complain. Oh, I thought this was so I never can lose my child if he's kidnapped. Oh, wait, the government knows where all my kids are at, too? How the fuck do you think they track yeah. them with the tracking chip? Like, it's it's stuff that we... <laughs> it's literally called It's a, a tracking, tracking chip. chip. You dipshit. <laughs> like, it, it's... But it's the thing is, it's people are finally realizing it. Like, when the NS... When it was proven that the NSA was going through all your texts and email and photos. Everyone's like, this is an outrage. I better tweet this real quick or send another private message through my phone. Like it's people finally figuring it out. 
So now they're outraged, but it's kind of too little, too fucking late. And again, when it says, hey, we're going to sync every single contact, every single website you visit, all your bookmarks between your Chromebook, your iPhone or your your Android phone, your desktop and your secondary email. What the fuck did you think they were doing? Yeah, it, it makes it a lot easier for me to find everything about you. I know. Why Bob do you think finds out way too much over a simple Google search? Exactly. Why do you think Bobby's second career is Bobby P.I.? Because of Internet. Yeah. That's it. Because of the Internet. Because of Thomas and his 3.22 GPA at ASU. Yeah. Wait, what is his GPA? I don't even know. It was, oh, it was something 3. like 3. that. 3.3 something or other. It oh, was on the on. Internet, though. Come on, Thomas. You, you I thought he, you're smart. He, not that I've well, first year was rough because I shifted semesters because I didn't go to class. He posted <laughs> it somewhere and then they they combined all the information on sites that I use to find stuff. You almost gave it away. You're just like on sites that Don't I use. Don't give away your uh, <laughs> you, you're never supposed to give away tips. My contacts. Yes. A magician never reveals his secrets. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm Look over for. here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like in other news, Google told the truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck you That's why I thought it was bizarre that all these people, like, it was like fleeing it was like the Jewish, the Israelites leaving Israel, and there it's a mass exodus out of Facebook when they found out Facebook was tracking them. I'm like, motherfuckers! It they they tell you when you when you sign up for apps, it says, "Would you like to sync this to Facebook?" And they will be, uh, they will have access to all your contacts, dude. It literally yeah. says that every time you connect an app to Facebook, yeah. all those fucking little quizzes that say, "Hey, we're gonna have all your photos and information. Do you want to find out what superhero you really are?" And you're like, yeah, let me ha- let them have everything so I can see if I'm Deadpool or Captain America. <laughs> Fucker, and what you're did really you think? the blob. And you're really the blob. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> oh, but, man. But the <laughs> thing is, too. <laughs> it took Mike a minute there. <laughs> All right, we got to we got to close. We got to close that show out. Um, if. <laughs> if you're listening live, we'll be continuing shortly. We're going to go to a, a not a break. We're actually going to go off the air. We're going to come back in about 15 minutes with the pre-show, and we're going to start our second show. Uh, if you're on demand, you're going to have to wait patiently for a few days until the next show is on demand. Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Tony Sabal and Thomas Cowley, Andrew Spindler with the news, audio guru Dustin Lucas, produced by Michael Flores and Dustin Lucas. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital broadcast production. For all things Rain Man, go to rainmanshow.com.